0: This is the DNVR Buffs Podcast. We are presented by the American Raptors. Head on over to AmericanRaptors.com. Get your free ticket for one of their rugby matches or stream all of their games on that site. Again, that is AmericanRaptors.com. My name is Jake Schwanitz. Today is Friday, just about 27, 28 hours before kickoff against Cal. Tomorrow is going to be a busy day uh, we have a basketball scrimmage early in the morning, a few hours before this Cal football game. And then, of course, the game against Cal at 12. Uh, so you guys can expect a podcast episode and an article some point within the 24 hours following those events. Uh, we will have an article up on the site breaking down that scrimmage for the Buffs basketball team, giving you guys a recap of everything you need to know there. And then, of course, we will be having our post-game podcast. Hopefully, we have a bit more of a cheery mood than we've had in previous post-game podcasts. But regardless, this weekend, there will be some content coming your way. Make sure to check it all out. Before we get into previewing this Cal game, I wanted to do uh, DMVR's Pac-12 Mid-Season Awards just because... I think these are always fun to do, and it's just nice to kind of check in the season. We are at about the halfway point. Week seven is coming up. Uh, even though the buffs have been on bye, this will be game six for them. So I figure why not do it now? We could do it next week, but we could also do it now. So that's what we're going to do. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, seven or eight awards. We're going to start on the defensive side of the ball. And go with the defensive linemen. Uh, We have a few pretty good candidates. Leading them off, though, is going to be Lai Latu, the edge guy from UCLA. We have Zion Tupula-Fetui from Washington. Grayson Murphy, also from UCLA. And then we've got Tuli Tui-Piloto from USC. And that's who I'm going to have to give... The all-DMBR Pac-12 D-Lineman award to for the midseason is Tuli Tui-Piloto, leading the Pac-12 with seven sacks so far. Also has 21 total tackles, two passes defense, and one forced fumble. He was a name to be reckoned with coming into the season, and he's only showing it in spades so far. We'll see if he can kind of keep up this rate with producing sacks. Seven is a great number at the midseason point, almost one per game. Moving on to linebacker. Four candidates also, we've got Kyle Sowell from Arizona State. He is actually leading the Pac-12 in total tackles. We got Noah Sewell from Oregon, Jackson Sermon from Cal, who we will talk a lot about uh, in the preview, and then Dayon Henley from Washington State. After reading those, if you guessed it was Dayon Henley, you guessed correctly, this guy has been playing amazingly well for the washington state cougars so far 55 total tackles four sacks has an interception two forced fumbles guy has been a wrecking ball in that front seven for the cougars someone to watch out for he's a senior uh transferred in from nevada and has just really blown up for the cougars really cool story hopefully we see him build some draft momentum as we head into the offseason also Defensive backs, all DMVR, midseason Pac-12 defensive backs, four guys again. One, Max Williams, the safety from USC. Christian Gonzalez, the cornerback from Oregon. Makai Blackman, cornerback from USC. And then Clark Phillips, the third cornerback from Utah. And I am going to give this one to Clark Phillips, the third. This guy had that three interception game a couple weeks ago against Oregon State. He has five interceptions on the season, two pick sixes, and is just overall one of the best cornerbacks in the Pac-12. He will be someone we talk about a lot as we move towards draft season. Let's get to the offensive side of the ball, though. We will start with the wide receivers. We'll save the Juicy Awards for last. This one, we have six candidates, a lot of amazing and really good wide receivers uh, in the Pac-12 Number one is going to be Jacob Cowing, the wide receiver from Arizona. He has been on an absolute tear. We also have Rome Odunze from Washington, Mario Williams from USC, Jordan Addison from USC, Jeremiah Hunter from Cal, and Jake Bobo from UCLA. We are going to give this one to the guy Jacob Cowing. This guy has been nothing short of tremendous so far this year. Leading the Pac-12 in yards, leading the Pac-12 in touchdowns, and leading the Pac-12 in receptions. This guy's just been on an absolute tear since he joined this football team from UTEP. Giving it to Cowing On the running back side of things, we have five candidates. Zach Charbonnet from UCLA. Travis Dye from USC. Xavier Valade from Arizona State. Jalen Ott. From Cal and Tavian Thomas from Utah, I have got to give this one to Travis Dye. I think, I mean, this was a really hard one for me. I mean, Charbonnet has been super impressive. He is leading the uh, conference in rushing, also in yards per carry. He has a tremendous yards per carry average of seven point one. But Travis Dye has really showed me something this year. Uh, he is actually, besides Xavier Valade with ninety six, Travis Day with ninety carries tops in the Pac-12. Averaging 6.3 yards per carry has six touchdowns. I think we've only seen him scratch the surface of what he's really capable capable of doing this year. Uh, He's been stepping up in the receiving game also. And as we talked about on Monday in the Pac-12 recap show, he actually might be the one that stirs the drink for the offense at USC. To take we're workshopping though, uh, we'll see how that kind of shapes out throughout the season. Finally, Going to the quarterbacks, we have four quarterbacks that have stood above the rest, uh, five quarterbacks that have stood above the rest, sorry, in the Pac-12. They are Michael Penix from Washington, Jaden Delora from Arizona, Cam Ward from Washington State, Caleb Williams from USC, and Dorian Thompson Robinson from UCLA, I got to give this one a DTR, man. He has been so impressive. Leading the Pac-12 in completion percentage by a healthy margin, completing 74.8% of his passes, 1,510 yards passing, 15 touchdowns to two interceptions. He is one touchdown short of leading the Pac-12 in that category. Michael Penix has 16, only two interceptions. That's the best among all of those quarterbacks that I mentioned besides Caleb Williams. He only has one. He has only taken six sacks here. The improvement's just been across the board for him. It's been tremendous. And we saw in person as a rusher just how deadly he can be in that department too. This year has also had 231 yards on the ground and four touchdowns. Give it up for DTR. He is the midseason Pac-12 quarterback of the year. We'll see if he can continue on on this trend. Final award is all DMVR midseason Pac-12 coach of the year. Five candidates also. Jed Fish at Arizona, Lincoln Riley, USC, Chip Kelly, UCLA, Kyle Whittingham at Utah, and Jake Dikert at Washington State. All these guys have done a tremendous job in a different amount of ways. I just got to give it to Lincoln Riley, though. The turnaround he's been able to inspire for USC has been something they've been longing for for a while. He has gone in there and done that in his first year and has brought in some tremendous players with him. Also, he's an offensive mastermind. I think he is. He and the Trojans are the best shot the Pac-12 has at the playoff. We'll see if they are able to keep it going this week. they got a big game this week. We'll be talking about that on Monday. And they need to get through the stretch run. Uh, games against Notre Dame also down the road. With that being said, I want to talk to you about our friends over at Breckenridge Brewery. If you are headed to the Buffs game this weekend, or maybe if you're not headed to the Buffs game, go on. Go over to www.breckbrew.com. Use the beer locator. You can find a Broncos country near you. You can find the Mountain Beach Sour. You can look for a Strawberry Sky. Whatever floats your boat, use that beer locator. Again, that is www.breckbrew.com and find a Broncos Country Pale Ale or your favorite Breck Brew near you. Also, we are sponsored by our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of the NFL. DraftKings has a ton of stuff going on right now with stepped-up same-game parlays. Uh, I can't remember any other. I know I got uh, at least one free stepped-up game parlay, I think, for betting on Thursday. They've got all sorts of deals going on over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DMVR to get $200 in free bets if your team wins. When you place a $5 bet on any football game, that's code DMVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. At the end of this episode, we will talk a little bit about the lines for this Cal Colorado game. Also, if you want some more commentary on college football and just lines in general, check out the draft pod. It's going to appear right above this one in your podcast feed. Andre and I are going to go over a ton. All of the, there's I think six or seven top 25 games this week in college football. We're going to cover them all, make some picks, hop in and join us on the draft pod. We'll have some fun. And shout out to DraftKings Sportsbook. Let's get into this preview. So Cal is a football team that has been pretty up and down. If you guys have been following those Monday shows, um, recapping the Pac-12 action of the week, last time out they played Washington State in Washington State. It was a twenty-eight to nine game. Cam Ward kind of just blew up. Uh, I don't, I mean, blow up strong actually. He really dissected that Cal that Cal uh, defense though, and made it not even close. Um, even though Cal, I think, was leading at one point early in that game. They only scored nine points in that game, Cal. You go back a week ago, though, against Arizona, they scored 49 in a win. That was the game that Jaden Ott just completely went off. Um, He had not only his best game of the season so far, probably the best game for a Pac-12 back so far in that game against Arizona. And then before that, they go to Notre Dame. They're within seven points of beating the Fighting Irish. I mean, the Fighting Irish aren't anything special this year. Uh, but they kept it close, almost pulled off the upset on the road. And then they played UNLV the week before that in a 20 to 14 uh, barn burner for lack of a better word, opened up the season against UC Davis against Dan Hawkins, former squad. So it's been an interesting start to the season for this Cal team. A lot of variants, I don't see it. I don't really know what team we're getting here. Um, we'll start off with the quarterback though and the Cal offense. Jack Plummer, he is a former Purdue Boilermaker. He transferred into Cal this year. So far on the season, he has 108 completions on 107 or 172 attempts, sorry. 1248 yards, 8 to 2 touchdown to interception ratio. This guy is a pure pocket passer. He's about 6'5", 220. He fits that bill. Um, he's not very mobile. He is, you know, prone to running some And we saw that a bit last week against Washington State, but he came away with a bummed knee or leg, uh, something that actually did not allow him to finish the game. There was a play late in that fourth quarter as, I mean, the game was already over, but Cal was trying to come back um, and Plummer was still in there and the pocket was collapsing around him. He went to kind of, you know, flush out and break up the middle. He could barely even break the line of scrimmage. He was not able to finish that game. Um, we'll see if he is the starting quarterback this weekend just something to kind of monitor that, monitor there a week between games like Colorado so chances are he actually might be playing but just keep an eye out pregame see if that's a developing story at all we've already talked about him in the Pac-12 midseason awards segment but Jaden Ott is the running back number six he has had a tremendous year 532 yards on 72 carries that's a 7.4 yard per carry average He's also added 16 receptions, 104 yards through the air, and two touchdowns. He had that 274-yard rushing game against Arizona, but he has not broke 70 yards in his other three Power 5 games against UNLV, Notre Dame, and Washington State. Obviously, a different story going against the Buffs. They have not been able to stop the run so far this year. But a lot of people see this Washington State game from, or sorry, the Arizona game from Jaden Ott where he went off. They haven't looked at the full body, though. I mean, 14.4 yards per carry in that Arizona game, 4.1 yards per carry against Washington State, 2.5 against Notre Dame, 7.4 against UNLV, only had seven carries, 6.1 against UC Davis. That's UC Davis, though. I do think that there's a way that the Buffs can corral Jaden Ott and this Cal rushing attack. Uh, We'll get to that as we flip sides uh, and talk about the Buff defense a little bit towards the end here. But finishing up the offensive preview for Cal, they've got two good receivers in Jeremiah Hunter and J. Michael Sturvidant. Hunter is number three. He has 27 receptions, 414 yards, two touchdowns. On the season so far, he has been able to catch at least five passes for 66 yards in every game. He had a really nice performance uh, against Washington State the last time they played. He also had a nice one against Arizona. This is a guy, I mean... Among the best in the Pac-12, he was in the conversation that we just had about uh, midseason wide receiver of the year, but he's only in that conversation. I don't think this is a guy that can win the game on his own for Cal, but is someone that should be watched out for. J. Michael Sturdivant, he is number seven for them, uh, 23 receptions, 296 yards, and two touchdowns on the season. He's been consistent, also just hasn't been that go-to guy for Plummer that Hunter has been. In terms of team stats here. The Bears are 61st in passing yards per game at 251 yards. Uh, keep in mind, 131 FBS teams. The Buffs rank 52nd in passing yards against per game with 213.4. Um, so we've seen this from the Buffs all year. They've kind of been able to manage some passing attacks. That's really the run that's really doomed them. And it shows in this stat, Cal is 78th in the rushing yards per game in the country. That's 147.2 yards per game. Colorado's still dead last in rushing yards against 131st in the country, 294 average per game. We will see how they are able to lower or higher that average. I mean, it's really anyone's guess at this point. We can hope that the defense plays better. That's all we've heard is sound, simple, fast defense from Gerald Chapman. We'll see if that translates. Josh Chandler, Samedo and other defenders have mentioned just the language of the defense is much more simple now and guys should not be, I don't know, meeting in the same places. I think is what he used to describe. There should not be two guys in the same spot, leaving them shorthanded in a gap or something anymore. Uh, They've kind of cleared up the language barrier from when Chris Wilson was the defensive coordinator Apparently, just a lot of confusing stuff going around not consistent language in the terms. Hopefully, Chapman has been able to figure that out. Let's flip sides, though, to the Cal defense when the Buffs are on offense. Their leading tackler is Jackson Sermon. He was in that linebacker of the midseason for the Pac-12 that we talked about. He is a transfer from Washington, 44 tackles, 24 solo, 3 tackles for a loss, 1.5 sacks, 1 pass breakup, and one forced fumble on the season so far for the golden bears last year against or for the huskies i should say this guy was their leading tackler he had 91 tackles Uh, he had a standout game against notre dame this year with 15 tackles two tackles for loss and one and a half sacks he's just a veteran pac-12 linebacker knows the conference knows these players uh been a fifth he is a fifth year player entering this year he's seen a lot of football just a very veteran player and leader for the defense for cal the leading sack man however is xavier carlton he is a transfer from utah not a grad transfer i think he played two seasons at utah before coming over here to cal maybe only one season at utah he had only one sack and 19 tackles for the Utes this year so far he has 11 tackles and three sacks on the season He is someone that the Buffs need to watch out for. I mean, they've been reshuffling that offensive line with Owen McCown as a lefty. Hopefully that has sort of slowed down and guys are more comfortable in their position. This guy has been able to cause some havoc in spurts. He hasn't really had a big game per se. I mean, most impressive game in terms of the game log is probably UC Davis. He did have a sack against uh, UNLV also and came alive against Washington State, was really non-existent or a non-factor against Arizona, with zeros across the board on that stat line. In the secondary, this team is led by two veteran safeties in Daniel Scott and Craig Woodson. Woodson is a fourth-year junior. He has 25 total tackles, two tackles for losses, and two picks with one pick six on the season. He seems like the better of the duo. This is a guy that has played a lot of football for the Golden Bears, Same with Scott. I mean, these are just two veteran guys. Woodson is a fourth-year junior, um, and Cal has been able to kind of produce these guys in the back end and just a really well-coached defense over there. Uh, So expect these guys to kind of be around the ball early and often for the Bears. The other guy, Daniel Scott, he's a fifth-year senior, 27 total tackles, one tackle for losses, and two interceptions also. Both guys with multiple interceptions, only two each but it shows that they're veterans. They know how to find the ball, and they can cause some confusion in that back end. In terms of team stats, the defense for Cal is 109th in the country in passing yards per game against. That's 268.4. The Buffs, though, only average 164 yards per game in the passing game. That's 117th in the country. In the rushing game, Cal is one of the better teams, not only in the Pac-12, but in the country against the run. They are 38th in the country, one hundred and nineteen, excuse me, 0.2 yards per against so far in the season. The Buffs have only been able to muster 113 yards on the ground per game. That's 108th in the country. Both of those got to be ticked up, and hopefully we see that with Clay Patterson as the offensive coordinator up in the booth. In terms of points per game, the Cal defense is averaging 22 points per game against The Buffs have only been averaging 13.4 points per game. Uh, It's 129th in the country. Not last, but man, they are getting down there. They could really use an explosive performance, something that really shows some progress is going on down at Boulder. We will see if that is the case this weekend. This is a game, we'll talk about the line here after this break, but this is a game, I mean, I've said this so many times this year. Colorado should be in this game. It is a 14-point line. I understand that. The Bears are not someone that should be comfortable 14-point favorites almost above over almost anyone in this conference, um, Colorado included. We will see if they are able to deliver on their front. I want to talk to you guys about Green Mountain Dental real quick, though. They've been a supporter of DMVR since the very beginning. We've had countless fans and our own staff convert to Green Mountain Dental and never look back. They're located just 15 minutes from downtown Denver in Lakewood, Dr. Ben and his team have you covered from general dentistry, like regular cleanings, orthodontics, such as removing those pesky wisdom teeth, and everything in between. Green Mountain Dental has a few offers for the DMVR fam. First, tell the team that DMVR Sports sent you and get a $300 discount for a full orthodontics treatment for new patients. Also, if you mention DMVR Sports, you get a free set of bleach trays. It's a $350 value with a new patient cleaning, exam, and x-rays. Lastly, they are hiring. Full and part-time positions are available. To make an appointment or find out more information, check out their website at greenmountaindentalgroup.com today. All right, as I mentioned, we'll talk a bit about the lines here. It is a 14.5-point line. I have seen some 15s floating around there. So Colorado, again, easily coming in as a two-touchdown underdog in their own stadium. The over-under is set at 48 This feels a bit on the lower end uh, in terms of most over-unders that Colorado has been given throughout this season. They're plus 500 on the money line. I do wonder if that over is a nice bet, though. I think we'll see some improvement from Colorado offensively. I think that we'll see a dedication to running the football. And Cal has shown an ability to score of their own. It just matters if Plummer is healthy. So maybe hold off on that until you can get a word on Plummer on that over. But I do like that line there. In terms of team totals, the Colorado team total is at 16 and a half. The Cal team total is at 31 and a half. That tells you a lot right there. If they're expecting 31 points out of Cal, team who has been very inconsistent in scoring the football to this point. First quarter line, they're saying the buffs are going to be three and a half point dogs in the first quarter. I kind of like that too. I don't know if Cal is really a quick start team. Um, if you want to look at the second half, it's eight and a half for Colorado. I do like that first quarter line more than the first half one if you're interested in taking that. What else do we have? I wish we had player props, man. That's one of the things. I mean, Colorado's great when it comes to the stuff like this, but the player lines are something that we miss. Um, Looking at some of these alternative numbers and stuff, I mean, you can get creative in here if you really want. If you believe in Colorado, that plus 500 money line uh, for the full game or in the first quarter, it's plus 225 plus three and a half in the first quarter. Those are the lines that I think I like. I don't know if I'm confident enough to put money on the Buffs just yet, though. But I'm also not confident enough to put money on Cal this week, which is something I've done in games against the, uh, the Buffs in the past. So maybe a little bit of progress as we move through this season. Hopefully we see a big jump this weekend from the guys, Mike Sanford and Clay Patterson, Gerald Chapman, leading them out the tunnel this week. It's going to be a fun game, I think, and really exciting. It's close to a near sellout. If you have tickets for the game, make sure you tailgate. Get those Breck brews in early. It is a 12 kickoff. So come ready to stand in the heat. Uh, It actually has been too hot out here in Colorado. You know what I'm saying, though. That's going to do it for me today, though, guys. Hope you enjoy the game. I will be back right after the game for a podcast on Saturday evening, Sunday morning. Until then, Sko Buffs.